Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of In Real Life. Um, I am so thankful, so grateful that y'all are actually listening. I'm still surprised that y'all actually listening. And um, yeah, just very surprised. I don't know why I'm so surprised that people actually want to listen to what I got to say. But Let's just get to the topic at hand here. So, y'all always know that I put out a poll for which topic y'all want to hear first um, for that week. And the winning topic was, what's it like being a creative from my perspective? I can't speak for all creatives now. Can't do that. But I can speak for myself and just explain my journey and process and how... I got to where I am now as far as accepting being a creative and just going through the process. So let's really get to let's let's get to the story, y'all. So quick background story about how I became a creative. Um, I knew that I wanted to dance at like the age of four or five, and I saw either I was watching the Nutcracker or the Rockets. I don't remember which one, but I remember seeing some dancers on the stage, and I told my mama I want to do that. So she put me in a dance studio in Oak Park called MBS Training Center. And that's where I started. <laughs> that's where I started dancing. I started learning um, classical ballet, tap jazz, basic gymnastics. And then once I got to high school, I was introduced to modern. And then once I got to college, I was introduced to African technique. So I've been trained in a lot of different styles of dance. Um, I always knew that (laughs) I was going to be in entertainment some type of way, shape, or form. I wanted to be on Disney Channel. I wanted to (laughs) sing, dance, act when I was younger. Acting right now is not really something that I'm into, but I definitely wanted to be on Disney Channel when I was younger. Y'all remember when they used to do In Between the shows and they would have the actor of whatever show on disney channel and they would have like little glow stick and they would do like the mickey mouse outline like i wanted to do that so bad (laughs) i wanted to do that so bad i want to be on disney channel so bad so that was that was the beginning of it all for me i always been pretty outgoing um always wanted to be in some type of entertainment platform so once I knew that I wanted to be a dancer I knew that I wanted to be like a rocket or something like that um a ballerina for the most part that's what I really wanted to be was a ballerina so concert dance was something that I was always pretty much focused on like okay I'm gonna be a ballerina I'm gonna be in a ballet company but then once I got into college and really found out what concert dance was about i was completely turned off and i was like oh no i don't want to do this i don't want to do 20 minute pieces like i no i don't i don't want to i want to have some type of creative freedom and um say so in my career i don't just want to be a robot or a puppet so i said uh-uh, i'm not doing that um so <laughs> i started going through this really weird phase and my creative process i guess you could say where i didn't really want to dance anymore um the dance department that i was in at wayne state was very draining 
I didn't feel creative. I was losing my muse. I just really thought that dance wasn't going to be something that I was going to do. Even though I was a dance major, I really thought that I would just graduate with a degree and figure out what I was going to do from there. Um, and this was when, like, my last couple of years of college, I started getting really interested in spoken word and in writing. So um, I was writing when I was in high school a little bit. But it always stemmed from like a point of pain. And I will still say to this day that my art stems from painful events that has happened in my life. That's some of my best pieces ever. Um, I like for my art to be very genuine and hit people in a certain way that they can understand. And I feel like when people go through painful moments or... um, low moments in their life they can relate the most um and that's not always the case like we can relate in happy moments too but it's something about going through something painful and somebody else being able to relate to you where it's like wow like you really get it because sometimes when we're in painful moments we think we're the only one in the world that's going through it and child you're not you're not the only one in the world somebody else has been through that too so i started writing spoken word um I, I was writing about usually about somebody's son yep an ex or somebody I was involved with at the moment and I did my first <laughs> performance at Wayne State so that was kind of dope um I did it at like an open mic super dope super nervous um because a lot of people don't know People ask me, how do you remember this choreography and you do it in front of people? Aren't you nervous? Yes, I am. I'm always nervous before I perform. But it's different when you're dancing because you're not speaking. You're moving. And it's a different type of vulnerability with your body. Um, You don't have to say anything. When you are doing spoken word, you have to remember. (laughs) You have to remember these words and the order of them and the cadences and the rhythm of it and it's it's a lot more to it so that's why i respect um poets and actors and singers a lot because that's 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 work y'all you can't even like i've acted before i've I've been in a play before and when i had to memorize a monologue i was like oh no how do I do this without sounding like I'm memorizing it? Like, how does it come off natural? So that was a different type of space. I really took time out and just learned how to go over my poems a lot. Like, I would record them, listen to them in the car a gazillion times, and just really get them in my memory so that I could be able to perform. Because, of course, you can perform off your phone at a at an open mic, but it's not the same when you really want to perform it like not just read it but you want to perform it and have everybody um share that experience that you had when you were writing it so yeah i definitely began to focus on those things and i found out that i have more than one talent and that's dancing because i have a lot of friends who have more than one creative talent and i'm just like wow all i can do is dance but god revealed to me that no so that's not all you can do so i was happy about that now i want to explain my creative space like where i get my muse and 
you know, in detail about how I get my art. So my muse is usually faith-based. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually about Jesus, usually about life, usually about some very um, deep and weighted topics. I don't really like to do surface level for real. Um, so like I said before, a lot of my art comes from a painful place in my life. Either I'm sad or confused or angry, insecure, whatever it may be, it's faith-based. And people really do inspire me as well. Um, I, I truly feel like God uses people to help inspire my art. And um, I like for my art to be relatable, like I said. We want it to be relatable. We want people to be able to feel and experience that same experience and along with that i knew early on as far as my creative process goes i knew that i didn't i'll say by the end of college i knew that i didn't want my my career my creative career whatever it may be dance writing um poetry because not only do i just write for poetry i also um write blogs too so whatever the medium is i wanted it to be i wanted it to glorify god and not necessarily just be christian based but a person who happens to be christian and it can relate to everybody i know that like god wants us to reach out to the masses and to just share the gospel and i think that um, you do a disservice to yourself and a disservice to God when you only allow your your discipling or sharing the good news with Christians already. I'm not saying that Christians don't need to hear it too because you know we have to renew our minds. But um, it's always great to talk to somebody who doesn't believe in the same thing that I believe and hear their perspective and just share the good news and either they receive it or they don't but i like to reach out to people who don't believe the same thing that i do so um i knew that my career path was going to be different i had a vision i'm not going to go into detail about that because i don't feel like i should be able, i should share that with you just yet but um i knew i had this vision i'm like god how how are we gonna get here and <laughs> I know that there are certain there are certain people, certain things that I'm not willing to do. Um, and I'm and let me put a disclaimer out here. I'm not judging anybody. It's just not the path that I want to go down as far as my dance career goes, specifically talking about that. Um, I want to be able to share the good news with people in a way that they can receive it the most and see that like christians are people and not like super saints and better than everybody else but just see that like we all people we all need love and we all want to love and want to be loved so um i'm still working through that i i have moments where i'm like okay god i'm just about to go do this and he like looking at me like son no you're not <laughs> so just just trusting God with that process and that vision that he's given me because I have examples in my life and see examples in my life of people who have um, 
made a living off of glorifying God and really sharing their story with people um, through art. And I believe that if they can do it, I can do it too. Another thing about my creative process is that I don't like to force my creativity. Um, I believe in quality over quantity any day. Um, I was watching a Breakfast Club interview with Erica Badu from a few years ago, and she was saying, like, when I'm not creative, I just, I don't force it. And I truly agree with her. Like, I think we live in a society where, you know, we always want to put out content. You got the Instagram people who always got content out, always, always, always. And it's just like this this mentality of always having to work and always having to be on is is a little counterproductive to me because I always want my art to be authentic and when it's not forced is so it's just so like I can't even believe that I did that <laughs> I can't even believe that I wrote that I can't even believe that I moved like that like I know when I read over my stuff and rewatch my my videos that that's truly God that it is nothing but him because when I force it I get frustrated and I, I don't I don't like feeling like that with art I feel like art should be very genuine I'm also a risk taker so a lot of people know that I'll try something and if it don't work out or people don't like it oh well at least I did it at least I can't say I wish I wish I had done this or shoulda, woulda, coulda. No, I am very willing to take risk and do and go against the grain. That's something that I have always been in my life. I think I've had parents that have pushed me to um, be able to take risks. My parents were the ones that pushed me to actually pursue a career in dance. And I'm very blessed to say that I have parents that support me because a lot of people don't have um the community to back them up in the arts so i'm very blessed and thankful to have them in my life and supporting me and my dreams so that is my creative muse and then i just want to get to like the reality of being a creative because i see that there are a lot of people that i grew up with either through dance or school or extracurricular activity other than dance like girl scouts or something like that um who have real jobs like we we grown-ups now and y'all have like a real like job like y'all are really like engineers and chemists and scientists and all of that and i'm over here like oh well i dance for a living and i do 85 other things to sustain a living <laughs> so that's really funny to me that like y'all real y'all have real life jobs and i'm just over here looking around like yep this is what I do. What you doing now, Siobhan? Oh, I'm walking somebody's dog. Like, y'all have a sustainable income. And it really just depends on the month for me. Like, okay, Siobhan. How you gonna get these bills paid? Before the pandemic, of course. But, um, yeah. It was really been walking by faith since I seriously pursued this dream. So, <laughs> and I would like to end this podcast with um, wrapping it all up with the whole just believing in myself, believing in what God told me. And I have, you have to believe in yourself more than anybody else. Like, it's good to have clout. It's cool to have that. I don't have it. 
um, I've always been an underdog. I always had to work really hard. Um, a lot of people tell me, you know, you have the dancer's body, quote unquote. But I don't I don't have the dancer's flexibility. Where was that at, Jesus? Why well, I didn't get that? <laughs> so I have to work hard on really learning how to move my body, have long limbs, um, and really really just being in tune with my artistry more than how I look as an artist. And I think Oh, that's good. I think that, that that comes, that authenticity really comes with just believing in myself. Um, a lot of why I didn't want to go into dance was because every time I rewatch myself or see myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, you look horrible. I'm a perfectionist. But also, it just takes time to just like cultivate your craft. And um, God is teaching me patience through that. And I'm seeing beauty through the process um specifically with with dance so biggest thing is believing in yourself if you are creative and you want to take this journey seriously just trust god some people have have paths where they have to give up everything and pursue it wholeheartedly some people don't some people have to balance the two until one until the creative artistry um takes off so just trust god i don't say it's one way to do it but that that was for me like just trusting god in the process and um i'm very glad that i pursued i am pursuing my dream and putting goals out there and you know we'll both see how this all unfolds in the future Thank you for listening, y'all. Subscribe to my podcast and share and like and all of that good stuff that millennials be saying all the time. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.